Hey everyone, welcome to Random Encounters episode four. Every Wednesday here on twitch.tv slash game night. Now we get together and talk about this week's video game, board game, and tabletop card game news. I'm Dan, joined as always by the Pokey Master, Max. Yo. PC Master Race, Steve. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and let's have a great time. So, anybody that's here on the channel or might be left over from the earlier stream today, might have noticed an enormous uptick in streams on the channel. Uh, Max, you've been living the life of a full-time streamer since you've been off work. How's that been treating you? Uh, it's good. I'm really enjoying playing this particular Pokemon game. So I think I'm like 300 hours almost into the game over the past uh, month and a week, I think. Hey, what's up, Chris? So yeah, I mean, we're uh, we're having a good time. You know, people are chatting on stream, and uh, I think everyone is enjoying themselves. I really enjoy the uh, new emote that we just got approved. Um, Dan, why the hell are you still here? Go to bed, dude. This is our uh, mod for the morning part of the show. Uh, this dude, Danu, is uh, from the Netherlands. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know why he's still awake. It's like two in the morning there. And so, uh, he, the suspense for, uh, you know, we took a week off a of game night or off of uh, random encounters. He had to come back and find out what it's all about. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, we're having a really good time on channel on the stream. So. Good stuff. Good I'm stuff. So, it. I mean, you, you, you'd be playing regardless of if you were streaming or not. So do you yes. find this is helping pass the time better or um, making the time more enjoyable? I would say if I was not streaming the game, I would just be in their position. You know, I would be watching another streamer. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I probably would not be interacting with said person. I would just be, you know, a lurker in the stream. So I really do appreciate, you know, all the people just hanging out with me and chatting and whatnot. Good, good, so, good, good. Yeah. I have to say I was really confused when I'd watch your stream because work has been dead for the holidays so i've just been sitting there with my phone watching ryan and listening to him and uh, i'd see this dan and you would say oh hi dan and i thought it was you dan <laughs> and i was like okay and then i'd see the four dan kind pop up and i'm like stop making shadow accounts and stop using them both at the same time <laughs> Nope, this is a legit person. I don't know. He could be like some sort of robot over there in the Netherlands, but uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's a real dude, right, Dan? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta not. let us know you're real. He's not paying attention anymore. No, it's not he's, Pokemon. He's, he's gone. probably asleep. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I warned people. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna be doing this show in like eight. It's not really Pokemon related, so uh, yeah, be ready for that. That's not the best way to promote a podcast, my friend. <laughs> Well, they said, you know, is it on YouTube or something? I'm like, yeah, it'll be on YouTube. Yep. You're, we're on we're on everything now. We're on YouTube. We are on Spotify. We're on iTunes, um, Google Podcasts, Last.fm, uh, like about a thousand other podcast services. We have like eight views throughout the entire thing. So let's get that going. <laughs> we're doing good. We're doing good. We yeah, we're doing good. Enormous network and one guy who just listens <laughs> to the thing. <laughs> everything it's me i'm not gonna lie to you it's probably just me testing the stream on everywhere well didn't you but, say we got like 50 cents out of one of them yes yes the one the one we are monetized on across all the platforms we have a like a service that says it out there and they monetize it and then they give us a little tiny bit of the money yeah 
you gotta we need to get up to we need to get up to like a hundred dollars before we can cash that well, out. Well, you gotta so. give me those links because when I am at work, I'll just like watch ads over and over again. There you go, there you go. So, anyways, back to your streaming career. Do you uh you find in yourself having like a newfound respect for people that do this for a living? Yeah, I mean, it is definitely a lot of work to sit here for like you know even four or six hours straight, and uh, just trying to stay entertaining, I guess. Um, like I said before, it's just a lot easier when you have people just hang it out and talking with you um so you know like subscribers are nice and like the bits from people are nice but really it's just the people watching and like chatting with you that's no definitely much i was there i was there in the beginning when it was just you and i was trying my best to hang out with you as long <laughs> yeah, as i could uh, I just to give you somebody to talk to and i'm really glad you developed an awesome fan base so i'm glad that you uh you're able to get these guys together and yeah, uh, all you, enjoy pokemon go together you know i uh, hope it, let's uh, go i hope it uh continues to grow because, uh, you know, maybe we can make, um, you know, some other community members, streamers themselves and uh, let them prosper, you know. Good so, stuff. Good stuff. I, I do have a question about that. Yep. Because um, when you are starting out and you're just it's basically a lounge stream because yep. you're just fucking sitting there waiting. Pretty much. Uh, like I would come and try to chat with you for a little bit as much as I could. But the handful of times like uh after christmas and into the new year i'd jump in every person on there and there'd be like 60 people watching you here and there but they're only interested in pokemon and they only talk about pokemon so like it felt almost awkward trying to bring up any <laughs> other subject because you have you know 10 people in active chat about pokemon and it almost feels like there's a pressure to be like well, don't talk about anything else because nobody's interested. Yeah, it's like, uh, oh, uh, how how much of that digital grass looks nice to you? Just fucking standing here for eight hours Steve, looking at it. Quit yeah. talking shit on Pokemon. <laughs> hey, Cyclone, what's up? Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. Um, there was that one day where we had like a lot of people in the channel, and it was really cool. And I think you were like trying to ask me about like Jeff's party and whatnot, or Jeff's um you know, game night that we're going to have this weekend. Um, so I understand, you know, where you're coming from. I guess it can be, I mean, I don't know if intimidating is the right word. Well, because it's, it's, it's like just people on the internet, but yeah, but it's, it's basically like trying to go into a Pokemon forum and ask generic questions to somebody. Like it's, yeah. it's out of place because everybody was literally there for just the one thing. It's, we just want to talk about Pokemon and hang out Pokemon Pokemon. Now, do you you're going to be playing that for quite a while yeah. now because you're yep. still only about like uh what halfway a little over halfway done with your living decks? Yes. So when you're done, if you don't immediately pick up <laughs> the other copy and play through the whole thing on stream, do you think there's going to be a huge dive if you switch games in this channel. Um, yeah, I definitely. Mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I would assume the people who are watching me now enjoy watching Pokemon. So if I was not playing a cyclone might be there still, but uh, <laughs> anyone other than him might not be there. Cause I would imagine, you know, they're there to watch Pokemon cause that's what they're playing also. So if you like pick up a different game, you know, unless you're, like, have this huge following where you can do these, like, variety streams, like, your your numbers are probably going to plummet. 
And well, I, mean, I mean, if you look, if you look at any popular Twitch streamer, they usually start out as streaming one game. And yes, they bring in a community of, of people following, but as they develop their fan base and, and, you know, people come to start watching them instead of just watching that particular game. That's where you can start, you know, diversifying a little bit and, and well, doing some other things. Yeah. I mean, you draw people in with, you know, potentially a popular game that you're playing now, and then you need to sort of be charismatic enough for them to want to come back and listen to you, even though you've moved on from what their original point of interest, their, their entry was. Yeah. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Captain have charisma. I don't have that type of uh, following. I would imagine. I mean, there might be uh, a loyal few, but um, I don't see myself as you know extremely charismatic or you know. I don't know. Don't I mean, downplay yourself. I mean, man. I I hope I'm just like really good at this game, so that's why people are watching me. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Maybe Cyclone and Dan, you can tell me like why you're even here because I would like to know. Well, I mean, just from the, you know, I pop in and out. I'm not in, I'm not usually at work all day when you're streaming, so I can't stay around for a long time. But from what I've seen, just in like the random folks that come in, they come in to ask a question. They come in to use your knowledge and to use the knowledge of your fan base here. So it's, I mean, it's, I don't know. It seems like you really have been fostering a really cool community. And uh, I hope they hang around and like our, you know, little discussions here at night, because I mean, this is, we got together with game night to kind of give ourselves a reason to talk about video games. You know, we're all adults. We have kids, we have jobs and we use this forum, this ability, even when nobody's watching us to just have a reason to get together and talk every week that we didn't have in the past. Or you'll start to slowly go insane by the solitude of your child and your wife. (laughs) (laughs) Well, luckily I do not have a child, so I guess I'm okay there. You have a cat that's like, one fiftieth as bad. I don't know. Like he's well, starting. Sounds not pulling out the cords. Dude, yeah, he's like pulling out the HDMI cables from my capture card and stuff. Like I had to restart my stream like three times yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, that was uh, getting extremely frustrating. But uh, I don't know. I no, guess. Well, I guess the, this the is next, a lot easier to question... take care of a cat than a child. I guess we'll just leave it at that. The big question is now we got to go back to work. What? What? Uh. What's the stream schedule going to look like moving forward? Yeah, I don't know. I'll probably be doing a lot of um, afternoon streams. So um, honestly, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to try to stream as early as I possibly can because I know um, a lot of these guys are European um, that are watching me right now. Um, So even if I start at 1 p.m. here, which is like super early, uh, you know, that's 7 o'clock for them. So, mm-hmm. so it's hard to um, try to find a middle ground for everybody. Sure. So honestly, I don't know. I can't really tell you. Well, we will attempt to update the information on the stream here, and um, yeah, we gotta um, like try to pump you into using your Twitter a little bit more. Well, yeah, I need that Twitter password to. Um... Yeah, you can have it. It's the same as everything else. Is it okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, judging from you know, the handful of people in chat saying they're definitely with you no matter where you go. I'm curious if you still have that twinge of pressure of like, now that you've, you've been able to stream reliably for, you know, the past two ish weeks Mm -hmm. and you've sort of gotten a feel for it. Is there that pressure that you were to go away for a little bit that it's going to die off? Cause I know 
that like the bigger streamers, the ones that have many thousands of followers, uh, if they go on vacation, they just immediately start shedding people like crazy because yeah. you've now, you know, you've broken your, um, uh, what is it? Your not your chain. Yeah. Uh, no, I I know what you're I know what you're so. asking, and um, yeah. yes, <laughs> I do feel like I need to continue to stream or else like everyone's gonna disappear. Yeah, because that's... Uh, I 100% assume that's going to happen, so... Because that's, like, the, the the number one complaint of the big streamers is that Loyalty, eventually... no chance, yeah. <laughs> you know, eventually, they that start to get there? burnt out from that feeling of, you know, I need to stay up with everybody, I need to have a regular schedule, and then it gets to them, they want to take a break, but then it's like, you crack because you'd feel like you can't do that or you'll lose everything that you work so hard yeah. to get there for. I mean, that's I mean, obviously you've done more to develop yeah. this channel than we've done in a long time, you know, from what we've doing, but that's kind of why when we sit down to set this whole thing up is why we put more than one person on the channel and why it's not any of our names and why the branding's the logo and not our faces. It's, you know, it's, so hopefully that when, if Mex decides he wants to take a break and, you know, there's a fan base here that wants to see something, they can put up with my stupid ass for a day or two before they uh, completely bail out. <laughs> take care, Dan. Um, nobody, nobody yeah, I mean, it, it, it would be nice if we could switch up games and whatnot, but uh, I think for now, like, we really have to, like, no, push you forward. Found your, you, you found your, your niche and... Uh, I'm just glad a couple of guys came here to support you in our little endeavor yeah, in I the mean, podcasting, I and I appreciate them being here. What game do you like to play, Dan? What games do I like to play? I am a like a third-person action game. <laughs> I like um, I like you know all the Zelda games. Um, my favorite games of recent memory have been The Last of Us and some of the Uncharted games. Uh, pretty big console gamer. PlayStation Four is what I mostly play. Nintendo Switch recently. Recently delved delved into the PC gaming world, but haven't really found anything that's PC exclusive. But I like having a gaming PC. It's fun. Uh, we actually both got that question a little bit earlier. Uh, they want to know what kind of games we're interested in. Um, I am a video games locust. I sort of just jump into one and consume all the entertainment value that I can until I'm bored of it and jump on to another one. So, like, I played Far Cry 5, and I played it until I was pretty much done with it, or I actually beat that game, which is pretty rare for me. I usually don't beat games. And then I won't usually play another first-person FPS. I will jump over to maybe like an indie game, a lighter action RPG, or I'll jump over to, uh, currently I'm playing XCOM 2, because I was jonesing for that, but then once I'm done with that, I'm not going to play a tactical game, I might, I don't really play puzzle games, but I'll just jump into something, something else, something random, uh, until I, I get bored of it and I move on. I sort of learned that about myself because uh, we were talking about Final Fantasies a little while ago, and I realized I only ever beat one, and I didn't even really like it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I always just sort of like play something until my interest gets pulled elsewhere. And then I usually never come back or never complete it. Uh, I also like to keep a, like a, 
not like a puzzle, like a trading card game on the back burner too, because I need something that I can pop down into, play a game or two, and pop out of. It was uh, Eternal for a long time, and now it's uh, Magic the Gathering Arena. But yeah, that's a little look into what we like to play. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit today about where what we're going to be playing in the coming year. So I'm going to go through the confirmed dates we have for 2019 and you guys can just stop me if I say a name that of a game that you guys are interested in and enough for something I want to talk about I'll stop myself you guys ready to go yep let's start with the fitness boxing fitness boxing January you're already you're gonna you're gonna stop me with fitness boxing no no that's I just wanted to (laughs) okay you can continue (laughs) and I'll talk about fitness boxing I actually did some research on everything this is like a Wii Fit game without the Wii Fit branding it's actually made by Nintendo I think they're just looking to capitalize on, uh, you know, the January, early January fitness craze of everyone looking to get in shape after the new year. Right. So <laughs> I'm pretty much, I looked at the list. And Wait, we're know. really going to talk about this or what? Hey, so, it's, hey, you stopped us here, man. So how, how fast can you read off? Because uh, the, the first interesting thing is pretty far down. I have. All right. Well, I'm going to go pretty I'm going to go pretty quick. We got a remake of uh, Mario plus Luigi. Uh, inside Story, Bowser's Journey Jr. on the 3DS. We have a remake of the new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Uh, There's another remake, Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition. Another remake, Onimusha Warlords. Then the first kind of interesting game of of the list is The Walking Dead Episode 3. Faster. All right. I'm going to talk about that, but whatever. Yakuza 4. Then we got Y2K, a postmodern RPG, which might I think might be on the Wii U, which is insane. Uh, Ace Combat 7, Travis Strikes Back, No More Heroes. Uh, it's a Wii or a Nintendo Switch game. Looks pretty interesting. Um, Life is Strange 2, Episode 2, Resident Evil 2. I have to stop here because the other guy on the stream that's usually here <laughs> has been on Resident Evil 2's dick for so long that I wanted him to be here just so he could talk about it for a minute. He's been waiting for this game since Resident Evil 2 came out. So that's... I, I might even, he's got me so hyped up for this game. I don't even like Resident Evil. The only Resident Evil game I've ever owned was for my GameCom, and he has me so excited to play Resident Evil 2 that is, I'm ready to go. Do we know if this is a um, a faithful redo, or are they, like, tweaking some things? It, this is a ground, this is a ground-up remake. Oh, okay, so it's not yeah, just a graphical... No, this, no. no. This, have, you, have you played Resident Evil 4? Which one was that? That was the GameCube one. The, the one where it was like the first over-the-shoulder you could sort of actually yes. yep. aim the gun. Mm-hmm. Yes, That's uh, the I style mean, that they're kind of making this game in. It's ooh. not that it's not that iso- isometric third, you know. Yeah, tank control. camera, dick, tank control. You know, yeah, they, sort of, they sort completely... The gun by, they're completely yeah. remaking this. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm hyped for it. Then we got Tropico 6, first like actual PC kind of game. Uh, another dogfighting game that I never heard of. And then Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, you guys got any opinions on Kingdom Hearts 3? You guys Kingdom Hearts boys? Uh, I never got into it. Um, I think when it first came out, I was right at that age where I blew it off because I wanted yeah, we were... to play... I wanted to play adult games and mm-hmm. them saying, you know, there's Disney characters in it. I was like, nah, I don't, I don't fucking care. And it wasn't until probably a little too late that they were like, oh no, it's actually really good. 
that I, I was it was already like the fourth or fifth version of Kingdom Hearts because don't they like keep redoing it in slightly different? Yeah, ways? we're up to like two point eight. Yeah, something so, like that now. That I mean, that's my problem with the game. I watched my roommate um, Mazzetti play it in college. He is in love with it. Dolan's in love with another one of our college uh, friends, and I, you know, popping in and out. I have no idea what's going on in the story in that game, and um, it's been so long that I'm almost like too afraid to ask. Yeah, I mean, I do have a favorite moment regarding Kingdom Hearts, and it's not even about the game. It's about a guy who is cosplaying. Because I was at the Renaissance Fair, and it's pretty much anything goes. People just walk around in cosplay nowadays. And mm-hmm. a guy had a giant keyblade over his shoulder, looking like a big doofus, and walked into a, <laughs> this little shack selling wind chimes and proceeded to just like shoulder all of them with <laughs> this fucking keyblade and almost like knocked half the store down and had to leave in disgrace. And it was probably the funniest thing I've ever seen there. <laughs> But, yeah, um, I've never personally played the Kingdom Hearts game, so like I'm kind of in the same boat as you guys. Like I really don't know what to expect, and um, you know I'm not sure if it's something I would actually play myself. This is one of those games that if you're into, you're deep into it, and this is you've been waiting for this for years because they announced I think they announced Kingdom Hearts three like ten years ago at this point. It's been so long that this game's been waiting to come out. So I'm excited for the fan base. I am. But I don't know if I'm going to jump in here or not. We'll see what the rest of these games end up looking like in the in the early part of the year if uh, if there's time to play it or not. It says PS4, Xbox. It's not on the Switch. No, not yet. And I don't know if I would imagine that at some point they would probably bring it over. They've been making the game so goddamn long that it was probably making it for PlayStation Three architecture, so it can't be like that graphically intensive. Mm-hmm. So Kingdom Hearts feels to me like Persona all over again in that it has a fairly decent like lineage, but I wasn't there for any of it. So mm-hmm. it feels almost a little too daunting to try to jump in at like the 20th iteration because you don't really know what's going on, even if it's a standalone game. You don't have yeah. any history or connection to the game, even if it is really good. Yeah, and, and Max brings up a good point. I think this would be a really good Nintendo Switch game because I can give games a try on a Nintendo Switch as opposed to my Xbox or PlayStation because the PlayStation just feels like you got to turn it on. And the Switch, I never get the feeling that my Switch isn't just ready to play a video game. And I'm not sure if that's just because of how quickly it turns on yeah, um, or the fact that I can sit on the couch next to my wife and play a video game while she watches house hunters international for the 400th time. <laughs> no, but... I agree with you. Like I, I really enjoy this switch just because I can move it around and like play wherever I want. I can take it up into bed. If I want, I can play on the couch. I can play here on the computer. You know, it's just very versatile. So yeah. cool. Cool. We'll round it out. Uh, Around the what we want to out January, we have two visual novels that nobody cares about. Uh, then they got the computer release of Ace Combat 7. We got a Blaz Blue, Blaze Blue for Switch, God Eater, Titans Rising. I'm gonna say I'm curious about God Eater. God Eater, uh, I did look into this a little bit earlier. I had God Eater 2 uh, on my I put things I'm interested in on my wish list on Steam. And mm-hmm. then when there's like mass sales, I'll go check it out and see, like I'll revisit it and see if it's, I think it's worth whatever the price is. 
And I was constantly on the fence about two because I kind of wanted to play an action RPG at the time. And it looked fairly interesting, but I think the reviews kind of turned me off on that one. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it goes with uh, three. I'm also a little nervous about it because a lot of the Japanese RPGs have a habit of throwing a lot of shit at you right away. And yeah, they don't they don't ease on. you into the mechanics at all. They just kind of give you the whole toolbox and say go to town. Well, I've had this issue with a couple ports before where. Uh, what did I get? I think I got like a Dynasty Warriors game because I was really interested in one and I picked it up and it was a port from one of the PlayStation versions, but they gave you everything that ever came out as like a bonus or download from the console version. So right away, they're like, here's a bunch of characters. Here's a shitload of special weapons. And I was like, I don't even know how to use any of this. I don't know what's good, what's bad. I I don't know like it it's just a total overload. I was like I don't know what to do with any of this. I've got so much shit. It's like mm-hmm. it's like jumping into a uh, RPG on somebody else's save file and just having like your inventory full and you're like I don't know what any of this is. This game looks like it's going to be on sale really quick. So it might be a Steve ass game because it might be thirty bucks by the second weekend. Oh no, I wouldn't buy that for thirty bucks. No, well, it's coming out as a full sixty dollars release, so you might be playing it for not be playing it for a while. No, that's going to be like a twenty twenty, uh, like nineteen. No, actually, I probably wouldn't even buy it. I, I probably will never play it. Actually, uh, not not even for the price. It's just going to be like I have to be so judicious with what games I'm going to play because of how much time I don't have. That I don't play games that I might be interested in unless I'm like really at a point where i don't really know what to play or i'm just looking for something new uh i i will pick up something that i do want to play and i'll play the shit out of it until i find something else i do want to play anymore well that brings us to the first like must buy game on this list trials rising and i'm not being facetious on that one i'm actually genuinely want to play this game you know what the trials games are they're the side scrolling motorcycle games you do flips and try to get over shit uh, I used to watch, what's that guy's name? Uh, he was a YouTube personality, but I think he only streams anymore. Um, he did trials with a bunch of his friends, and I so I saw a decent amount of it. It there was, and it reminds me. I'm not even sure if they were called trials back in the day. The old flash game, little thing where you collected apples and tried to yeah. get over stuff. Like that was. I had a lot of fun with that back in programming class because I didn't want to do my actual work. Ooh, scene enters. That's what his name was. I used to watch a decent amount of him, and then I knew some of the other personalities he'd have on the show, and there was a guy I really liked, and I was really happy because he suddenly showed up on some of the role-playing streams that I used to watch. Cool. All right, well, then this brings us to the 15th of February, the first, like, banger day of the new year. We got Crackdown 3, Dead or Alive 6, Far Cry New Dawn, Jump Force and Metro Exodus. I think there's something for just about everybody on that day. Um, I'm actually interested in Crackdown 3. I played Crackdown yeah. 1, and I really liked it. I don't think I played 2, because it was in a console generation I didn't have. It, it wasn't worth playing. It, it's, yeah. uh, I was actually very surprised that Crackdown 3 is a real thing. I thought they were going to cancel this game. Yeah, I, I want to see what they're going to do with it, and even then, I will wait for reviews. I almost... well, this is a this is a good opportunity to try out Xbox Game Pass. 
uh, 10 bucks a month streaming, you know, you pay 10 bucks, you can play every game in their library. So that means you could get at it for 10 bucks and cancel it after a month. If you're not interested in it, plus have access to everything else that's in there. Yeah. I'm not okay. sure every single game is available in that. Um, I, think there are, I think there's some like exceptions, aren't there? Not any new Xbox exclusive first party title is being released day and date on on Xbox Game Pass. Okay. So that's and that includes still not Crackdown help 3. Because I don't have an Xbox. It's it's it works on PC as well. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. I was like, yeah, why because are you, I played why are you telling me this. No, I played you can, yeah, I played uh Sea of Thieves. Which I'm glad I did not spend sixty bucks on Sea of Thieves because it was a very content light game, but I didn't pay for a full copy of that game. I paid for a month of or not even a month, I paid for I had a fifteen day free trial of Game Pass, which you probably still have access to. And yeah, I had a really good time with it. And I, Game Pass, I think, is what's going to revolutionize the way that people play video games. Once a competitor to that comes out and they are fighting for market share, I mean, that, that's that's the way I want to play video games now. Like, I don't want to have to invest $60 in a game that I may or may not like. Or not, I'd rather, much rather spend, I'll probably end up spending more money in a year, you know, spending 10 bucks a month for Game Pass or whatever other options they have. But I feel better about having a whole library of games to play as opposed to if I drop 60 bucks on Crackdown 3 and either beat it in a weekend or hated it. I think I agree with you. If my, my situation was I was still without a child. If I had a lot uh, more time to play games, I would mill through games a lot faster. Or at least You need, you need Max to finish one of his versions of Pokemon so you can buy his switch, extra Switch off of him. You know he bought an extra Switch, right? Uh, I did not know I, that. I have two Switches. Okay. <laughs> we were commenting on that I, earlier, whether I, or not he can plow yeah. through the other version of the game or not. Well, it's already happening. Well, I did not get a Switch for Christmas, and now it's definitely off the the pile for quite a while because Insane. I have to fix our dishwasher. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, games, games just not going to happen for a while. All right, well, after that, that's Dead or Alive 6. You guys, fighting game fans, I know this is another Tim moment. I've always liked I've always liked Dead or Alive games. Uh, the one that came out on the first Xbox was the last one that I got really into. And, you know, I was the appropriate age for Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball when that came out. There was a knockoff to that that came out on the GameCube, and... Uh, I bought it just for the laughs, but it was a legitimately really good uh, volleyball game, and I played the shit out of it. That uh, was a weird time when games like that. That was when like BMX Triple X was coming out, and there was just like these weird nudie games that were coming out on main well, yeah, consoles. They, figu- they figured out how to do jiggle physics, and they had to exploit that as much as possible. Uh, Far Cry New Dawn. Is not going to be a, a instant buy for me. No, uh, I mean you put you put hundreds of hours into Far Cry. There's not you're not anxious put, to jump back into that world. Wasn't Tim saying he enjoyed those too, the Far yeah. Cry games? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna wait though because it, there's nothing immediately jumps out to me as new. The setting I'm not super sold on. I liked the, you know. You're in a, a hick town you can't escape, and there's a cult where this one is just generic uh, sort of end-of-the-world scenario or uh, post-apocalypse. And I'm going to wait to see 
if um if the reviews come back solid because it doesn't look any different than a, a giant expansion to five and the expansions that already did come out for five were not good so i want to see what happens no we're i'm in two in two games i'll have something to say about that we'll, we'll make it take one little pit stop at jump force you guys anime fans by any chance and want to play a big crossover anime fighting game uh, uh crossover probably... from what <laughs> uh anime <laughs> dragon ball z uh one piece uh, it's it's all of the there? popular uh anime and american styled anime for kids bleach are, naruto yeah for like the, the young teens and up because Mr. the north star bleach my hero academia i mean if you're if you're digging some good anime and you want to see a crossover fighter this is your jam this is like the super smash brothers of anime fighters uh, the the probably, funny, the weird thing is, is, is I feel like Dragon Ball Fighters just came out not that long ago, and and I mean that was so big and so awesome. I don't know if this is gonna get associated with that too much. Like, oh, what well, is this like an expansion to that? But it's not, it's not the same style of fighter. It's more of like a three dimensional or three D fighter. I mean, the, the Dragon Ball Fighters is too, but if I was I'm in not. fighting games, I'd probably be interested in it because I have at least watched a good number of those. So, yes, but I'm not into fighters, so no. Well, maybe we'll get it for Fight Night sometime, and uh, we'll force you to play. Yeah, come out Fight Night that I have never gotten. We'll have to well, buy should, it so we can You should come, and, you, yeah, you come to Fight Night next time. Yeah, so I could be like, oh, cool, now I'll be Naruto, and then Tim will just be like, and you've lost. I didn't even <laughs> pick a character. You've just lost. I don't Tim, know. The last time I good. went Brad's to... the guy that... The last time Good. I went to a fight night with Tim, he uh, opened a game that like he never played before. So I forget which one that was. It was the uh, Injustice, I think maybe. Injustice Two. Yeah, I mean it was like months and months ago. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I the problem he usually tries to open up. He doesn't try to get real good at a fighting game, especially if he knows that nobody else has played it before. It's not really that fun. Yeah. That's why nobody wants to play Smash Brothers with me. I used to play fighting games, but they were always a little bit more simple. Like shiny you know, Alakazam just, is badass. You just had the the three or four buttons for attack, and then if you like held any other direction or did a combo, it was cool. But I tried to play one of the Injustice games a couple of years ago, and there were so many nuances. And it was like, here's how you like animation cancel as part of the game. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. it was, no, the, I mean the that's WB... how you play these games now. Yeah, the WB it's, uh, it's games are not. If you want to get back into a, a fighter, Dragon Ball Fighters is the one to pick up. If I were to get back into any fighter right now, I would probably pick up Soul Calibur because I did enjoy the shit out of that on the GameCube back in the day. Well, the next game up is Metro Exodus, and I think that game being good or not is going to determine whether Far Cry New Dawn has any legs to stand on because Metro Exodus looks like a really cool game. Uh, yeah, I think they developed it pretty well, and that's another one of those games where the people who like the series are definitely going to jump all over it. Um, I don't have any particular feelings towards it because I downloaded Metro 1, like, two years ago, and it's, at this point, so ancient that it, like, didn't even have rudimentary options for running the game, and, uh, I didn't enjoy myself. 
Well, going through the rest of February, we've got a couple of visual novels that nobody cares about, and then a visual novel that people do care about, the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy, Nintendo Switch. That's a big one. Uh, and then Anthem. I think that's probably the first huge game. You know, no, you know, crack at Crackdown and Far Cry, but... We can't say Anthem. anything, but uh, you guys did play the alpha, right? Uh, I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah, um, I wasn't going to download Origin for it. It's not worth my you, time. You wouldn't download Origin to play something for free. It, you know, it's it's uh, it's a thing, and I was a part of it. I wish, I wish there wasn't an NDA on it, or else I'd talk about it more. But hopefully they lift that soon, and we can start talking about it. Uh, I watched some guys play it uh, on a YouTube clip, and that's that. Those probably the guys that got banned immediately. No, they were doing a, a real, like sanctioned, like look at some of the features. I think they were employees, and it looks interesting, uh, but without like getting some actual gamer reviews from a, a finished product, it doesn't really look that much different than a more open Destiny. I was I was kind of right in what it looked like. I mean, yeah, that's that's what they're going for. EA wants to cash in on some of that Destiny money, yeah. and so they gave Bioware a whole bunch of money for their own and said, "Make a good game." Well, um, yeah, we don't want to get sued for uh, talking about it, and uh, we don't want Game Game Freak coming after us for that emote either. So uh, we'll keep both <laughs> of those things on the down low. Well, we don't want to end up like Soldier Boy and having our website get redirected yeah. to Nintendo for using their intellectual intellectual property. Yeah. So, closing out February, we got Anno eighteen hundred. Looks like a you know a Sim City tile game. Uh, Dirt Rally and Left Alive. Opening up March, uh, Phil, one of the other guys that we play games with, probably most anticipated game, uh, Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove. So, is that a remake or is that like a brand new game? I think it's a new game because i i played uh, the first two a lot and i enjoyed them you know back on sega or whatever um i don't know if i would mashup, be willing to play a very new best one, features though. of the classic console games with a ton of funky fresh improvements so it looks like it's a remake <laughs> like wow. a, so i don't know if i'd pay 60 dollars to replay toe jam and earl but y'all know it's not going to be 60 dollars <laughs> it's no, going to be if there's new stuff you never know it's not going to be $60. Um, I'll work on getting a price for you. I didn't write that down, but if this is more than $30, I'd be subscribed or subscribed surprised. Yeah. Uh, I think I would pass just because Toe Jam and Earl was always a game that you wanted to play with somebody else. And I don't have anybody I can reliably play with in my like allotted time to play games. Like we bought Cook Serve Delicious Two or whatever it was, overcooked. and outside, yeah, Are you overcooked. Trying to say overcooked. <laughs> yeah, sure, that one. <laughs> I I played it like three or four times with you guys, and I haven't touched it since because it's not worth playing by myself. Yeah, I mean, and... neither have I. I haven't played yeah. it since like no. we were playing months ago. Yeah, and uh, I mean, the when we did play it, my two coworkers watched us and they thought it was fun, but I was like yeah and then we didn't want to play it anymore and now i just it's sitting there i'm never going to go back to it because oh, that's that's we a can multiplayer play it again. game i mean it was fun no, I'm i do enjoy Definitely overcooked game. it was good 
well then let's fucking do it. The last time I asked you, you're like, eh, that's not a good streaming game. I'm like, that is the perfect streaming game. Well, I mean, it's not a good streaming game for me because my computer sucks. So uh, well, one of you well, guys would have to stream it. Yeah. It streamed pretty well off of mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it, I was, think it was fine once we moved it off to off of my computer. So yeah, your processor is yeah. definitely bottlenecking it. You're running out of threads. It's all these but, uh, holding me down. <laughs> So you got Total War Three Kingdoms and then Devil May Cry Five. Um, uh, might I'm... get back into the Devil May Cry series for that one. That one looks good enough. Yeah, I took I watched... a took a break on it for since three, but definitely it looks like something that could be fun. I watched um, the uh, review or not the review the um, trailer for it, and I was like, yeah, this actually looks pretty interesting. Yeah, I like that they kept it like that over the top style. They didn't try to ground it at all. Like it's still just a wild. You know, early two thousands trench coat, long hair, motorcycle, room room game, and they they're staying right in their wheelhouse. Yeah, like it looks trashy and fun, which is mm-hmm. right where it needs to be. So then we got the Catigula effect overdose. No idea. Didn't look that one up. Then we got that, one P. Go ahead. Caligula. Yeah. Caligula. Oh, whatever. Caligula. Yeah. It's a. I just sorry. Uh, Roman emperor long ago. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense than what I said. <laughs> uh, then you, know, you get a one piece game and then the direct competition to Anthem Tom Clancy's the division Two. you guys touch this at all. When the first one came out. I did play the first one and I did enjoy it for a little while, but I had the same problem that Shank had when we were playing um, any sort of, first person rpg hybrid is that eventually you fight enemies that just become bullet sponges that's all they are so there's like yeah you you have like a guy there in rags with a handgun and you're pumping a shotgun or like a heavy machine gun just right into his face and he's just not dying because he's like well i've got ten thousand hp for being a homeless bum with a crowbar but you know whatever and uh, yeah it just gets kind of annoying and I got really annoyed that the most interesting place was the PvP zone, and I fucking hate PvP, and everybody would just jack each other's shit constantly. Like, that game was set up so you'd go into these high-risk areas, collect loot, but you had to evacuate the loot, or you didn't get to keep it. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you call for an evac, they would... Everybody on the map knew it was coming. So people would come out of the woodwork and just kill everyone waiting for the evac and all the loot would drop. And whoever the strongest person was, it was basically just like a a feeding frenzy. And I was like, this fucking sucks. You can't get anywhere. I don't have enough time or interest to just keep fighting the same idiot over and over again. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in it. I'm definitely I'm gonna play either Anthem or the Division Two. I haven't decided yet. It's probably gonna end up being Anthem since I've kind of played the Division, and it's probably gonna just be more of the same. Uh, Super Robot Wars T, The Sinking City, and then Shakiro Shadows Die Twice from From Development, the guys that make um, the the really hard games, Dark Souls. That's the word I'm looking for. It's like a ninja Dark Souls. What's the uh, Sinking City? I don't know. Uh, that that looks like a you kind of game. Oh, actually, if that's what I think it is, uh, I might be super into that. Dude, are you telling me that there's actually a game on this list that you actually might buy? 
because uh, we need like fireworks to go off right now. Oh no! Yep, this is the one. Uh, it's a upcoming action horror adventure game. Blah blah blah. Inspired by the works by the horror works of H.P. Lovecraft, and I'm oh. a huge H.P. Lovecraft fan. I actually saw this uh, like teaser art and whatnot um, a little while ago, and it looks really good. And then, what is that game that just came out that we were talking about? The Call uh, to Cthulhu. Yeah, I actually transposed the two and so i thought that was the one that just came out and the reviews sucked for so i sort of gave up hope so i'm actually really happy that uh we just discovered this and that the game i wanted to play hasn't actually been released yet so uh, i'm really happy about that Uh, i want to if you if you promise to play this like the day it comes out i'll stink and buy it for you i (laughs) was actually really gonna buy call uh, called the Cthulhu because I thought it would be a good streaming game and it was up like on the the top tier for like a day and then it like totally crapped out so I'm kind of glad I did not a lot of people peeking it. in and yeah, it wasn't a good game. that's the end of it plus uh, I don't think my computer would like play it well so Ryan are you a jumpy person when it comes to horror um yeah yeah I close so... my eyes when I watch movies so yeah I do the same thing in the same way um <laughs> I actually really enjoyed playing Amnesia, The Dark Descent. It's pretty old by now, but that was a really unique and just fantastic game when it first came out, and um, I would highly recommend it, and I'm hoping that this has that same feel to it, even though it's supposed to be a different game, because that one was more about like sneaking around and kind of staying away from the bad guys, and it had this weird effect where if you even started looking at the bad guy, your vision would start to twist, you'd start to hear shit, and you had to, like, not see them. But if you didn't see them, you didn't know which way they were going to walk into sure, you. So sure, sure. It, was, it was a balancing act. And, uh, I mean, there's a couple times where you just kind of have to run for your life, and you can hear them right behind you, and it gets super tense. And it's not really, like, into jump scares, but it's super atmospheric, and it'll fuck with you. And uh i i played it to the end i beat it i was really upset when the second one came out a machine for pigs and it was not as good but i did play it and beat it too um but you have that on your steam account yeah you should have access to yeah i'll have to uh, Uh, download it and play it i would highly recommend you do it but i would also recommend you stream it because it's going to be one of those I ones where I don't, people are going to... I don't want to look like s- an idiot on stream any more than I already do. Too late. I don't know. Yeah, no, that <laughs> that would actually draw a lot of people in if they caught you watching that or playing that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and definitely, definitely turn down the lights. You, ha- you have to get minorly, <laughs> you know, atmospheric about it. it. It does lose a little something if you're in, like, a bright lit room and it's daylight outside, like, I would reserve that until it got dark, I'd turn out all the lights, and I'd just sit there and just be super fucking creeped out trying to stay away from monsters. But no, I'll have to would, uh, check I'll, it out I'll at look some forward point. to that. Nope, stream it. Exactly. Cyclone knows what's up. <laughs> yeah, your, your own people are telling you what to do with it. <laughs> Alright. Alright, so we're going into April, and this is where I start getting pissed off why they had to release probably the two games on this list that are day one must-buys for me. Mortal Kombat 11, and Days Gone in the same week. Uh, I thought you were going to say Super Meat Boy Forever. No. They actually, that just has an April release date. We don't know when that's actually going to be. <laughs> but uh, the, the nice thing is they're completely different games, so I can just kind of get my 
feelings together for for uh, Mortal Kombat 11 for whenever Tim and Evelyn B does, does a fight night for that. But What's I think that, Days, Days Gone's Gone is the next. Yeah, what is that? It's it's uh, PlayStation's next like first party title. It's a zombie game where you kind of the gimmick is that you have to kind of use the horde mechanics of the zombies to accomplish tasks. So you can like toss like a flashbang grenade into a fort and then open the front gate of the fort so that all the zombies flood in there and kill all the people for you. And and you're kind of trying to use the environment to help you solve the, the puzzles that it presents you with. Seems interesting. Yeah. Second, uh, which, which game are we talking about? Days Gone. Uh, oh, you know, it's only on PC, so you've never heard of it. Or yeah, it's only on PS4. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, because I sort of zoned out there just for a second when you were talking about Mortal Kombat 11, oh, and my mom Christ. sent me a text. But you started talking about uh, waves of zombies breaking things in, and that reminded me of a game called like We Are Billions or something like that, which is basically like you have to build a huge fort castle to keep out the waves of zombies, and they will eventually win, so you just have to get to like a specific amount of time. So... Yeah. This this isn't that. This no. is like an open world um survival hard like player game. Yes. Yes. I have not been disappointed in anything first party Sony has had to deliver. Honestly, I can't even remember the last time I was disappointed in something they did. Going back two years to Horizon Zero Dawn through God of War and Spider Man. I mean, it's been an awesome year to be a PlayStation four owner or awesome two years to be a playstation four owner and this is the next game that's coming out for them if it wasn't sony i wouldn't even give it a look but uh just because it's first party it's definitely going to be an early must buy for me uh closing out april we have dauntless and the aforementioned super meat boy forever which i think is a an actually an endless runner instead of a platformer oh, really? oh fuck those games i had super meat boy and i got to like the third level before i was like that nah, fuck this forever i'm never that's because you're not good at video games no i watch. No, i think i, I watch speedrunners play super meat boy and like yeah, it looks a... so bad that i don't know no i don't like those games where there's basically a specific formula you have to do it's like you must run for x amount of time jump hold the jump for x amount of time double jump and if at any point in time you miscalculate you die and you do it again and you just rinse repeat and i was like this isn't interesting or fun and it's just frustrating so then um dan you have a question yeah i have a question pay attention man i'm a ganon main what is my favorite favorite? i know i know he's not any good but uh i love playing with him and when you're not when you're playing non-competitively he's the most frustrating character in the world to play up against because he's so powerful that he just launches people immediately isn't that the one who flips people around with his cape or whatever no that was mario uh, is it i thought mario has the cape flip. i thought Gannon did that too but... no when you played against me in glan i probably non-stop just down aired to, to stomp on your faces probably, yeah. is that he used to refer to as the slut stomp because he, he got very mad after a while because it just that's all I would do over and over again. Uh, going into May, we got uh, the exact same game that Fallout is, Rage 2. <laughs> On paper, it looks like the same game. It actually looks like it's a pretty fun game. Um, colorful, nice first-person shooter. Uh, post-apocalyptic, so Steve's not interested. I, uh, I, I'm tainted because I played the first one for a little bit and I wasn't, wasn't good, wasn't interested. So mm-hmm. Rage 2... 
it, it doesn't have any appeal as a return to that. Team Sonic um, Racing. What's up with that? I've never heard that before. It is exactly what it sounds like. It is Sonic Kart Racing. Wasn't How this many... one of the games that we were debating was going to come to uh, one of the systems? No, that no was I think that was Crash Team, Team Racing, Racing yeah. which is wow. the next one on our list. Yeah, that the was... Same, yeah. Same I mean, I didn't realize there were so many um, Sonic characters, I guess. I remember watching hey. the cartoon when I was a lot younger. So there were like maybe four different characters well, on the cartoon. Missed... You missed out on the plethora of really shitty games they've released on systems since then. So there's like, uh, they there were some really of, weird, yeah, they got really weird Sonic games. They, they had like Shadow the Hedgehog, which was just the mm-hmm. black Sonic, but he was a gangster. People like used a gun, people like so people like Shadow the Hedgehog. All <laughs> people like uh, Shadow. No, there's a lot of sh- a lot of Sonic characters. Aside from like just Knuckles and Tails, there's the girl Sonic, and then there's like an alligator, and a whole bunch of other people. But uh, I don't understand why Sonic needs to use a car. That's I feel, true. I feel like he'd he be should just be able to run around if he yeah, wasn't in all a car. The other characters use a car, and he just runs. Yeah. So <laughs> Super Sonic so just fly. Definitely a uh, a year for kart racers because the next thing on the list albeit a whole month later is crash team racing nitro fuel which is a uh, remake of the original crash team racing you said this was your this was the, the crash game that you played the most of right max no i'd say this was the crash game that i played the demo the most of <laughs> okay <laughs> back when you know demo discs were a thing but um no i the the crash game i played a lot was crash warped it was the third one gotcha. in the series Gotcha. I'm probably going to have a hard pass on both of those. If I was, you know, hard pressed for a Mario Kart game or something like that, and there really wasn't anything for a while, but I think Mario Kart is keeping my attention decent enough for parties and whatnot when I need to bust it out. Yeah. So we got a game called Phoenix Point, which I didn't look up, which I should have. Uh, and then Shenmue 3. And I left no notes on this one because I knew Tim was going to be able to talk about this for the next hour and a half. He uh, has kind of a love-hate relationship with Shenmue. He loves Shenmue 2, but it did not age very well. Like it, There's a lot of things that Shenmue 2 did that invented into the genre, and now it's just like tedious and boring, and other games are doing what Shenmue 2 did better. And if Shenmue 3 just thinks that they can do all those things, it's going to be a very boring video game. I have nothing to add. <laughs> All right, so we got some other games on the list that don't have release dates. And again, stop me if you want to. Um, we got the new Animal Crossing game coming out. We got Biomutant, which is THQ Nordic's like first big, you know, their own IP. Um, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Is this something that has been on your radar, Steve? Uh, this is the first I've heard of it, but I was just talking to my brother-in-law because we were, when the games were on sale... We were talking about a couple different ones, and maybe it was here too, but there were supposed to be a couple games that had a Symphony of the Night feel to them, but uh, for one reason or another, I wasn't interested, like I couldn't get into it. I don't remember what it was, but there was one that had a little bit more of like a, a cutesy art where everybody just had kind of like skull heads or masks, and I was watching it, and I was like, wow, that gameplay looks really good, and I'd be interested in it, but I can't can't break through into it because the art style just was turning me off too much 
Well, um, this looks exactly like Symphony of the Night. And they released a, they had a stretch goal to release an 8-bit game. And they released that last year and it got huge critical acclaims, which is kind of a Castlevania in the style of the 8-bit Castlevania games. And it, and it, you know, lit the world on fire for the week that it, everyone was talking about it. And I can see this doing it again. So put that one on your radar. I think that's a, that's a definitely a Steve game that he needs to play. Yeah, uh, I mean, Symphony of the Night is like one of my favorite games I've ever played. So I'm interested, but I've been burned enough times <laughs> that I'm, I'm going to wait and see. So then we got Doom Eternal, uh, which is just to follow up to Doom. If it's just more Doom, then Tim's going to buy that. Uh, Dreams... I need to see what the hell that is. It's a, you know, bake your own video game type thing where they give you development tools and then people can develop their own stuff. Uh, the, oh, the demo, the beta just came out, closed beta on, came out, and there should the be an open beta. People, right? That from the people that made that game. That made that. Yeah. Uh, then we got Gears 5. I uh, haven't played a Gears of War game in a long time. I don't know that Gears 5 is good enough to bring it back in. I got a free gears of war download on my xbox one and i haven't played it yet <laughs> well that's not a good sign that you're gonna be playing this one <laughs> marvel ultimate alliance 3 like the marvel ultimate alliance games uh depending on when it comes out that might be a game i might play um or in the will of the wisps is another game pass game if you feel like uh getting that xbox game pass uh psychonauts 2 you guys psychonauts fans you play that at all uh missed it i know i know it's a fan favorite but I it's a cult cult favorite then uh, Respawn's making Jedi, Star Wars, The Fallen Order. Uh, we don't know anything about this game. It's only suspected to be released this year. I'm and, uh, most excited about that game over any other game then. Because we don't yeah. know anything about it. It could be the very best game I've ever played. Well, Respawn, Respawn's a fantastic studio. So I'm, I'm interested. They, they definitely got me interested, but... I hate to skim past everything to get to quite possibly what's going to be my 2019 game of the year, Untitled Goose Game. Yeah, what the hell does that mean? Oh, my sweet God. It looks like the best freaking video game ever. Is is that the dumb one where you're just a fucking goose running around that you were showing us? You take, wash your mouth out with soap before you call this game (laughs) dumb. It's like a beautiful cell shaded game where you play as a goose that just goes around and is asshole to people. You know, you try to like bite people in the ass. It's kind of like goose uh metal gear solid you kind of like hide in the bushes and like honk and make the guy walk by and then you bite him in the ass i'm not uh, kidding i'm legitimately excited for this game I'm, all right I'm still... we'll have to uh, take a look the goose yeah, version was... of goat simulator that's exactly what i was thinking that's not it's when, not when you were that, saying no. it and, no. and that's that's what turned me off because i played goat simulator before and when it was hot and people were like this is the best fucking game and I roamed around for like oh, an hour. I don't like, think anybody was... ever said Game Simulator was the best fucking game. <laughs> oh, no. It was it, fun, yeah, that game was when pretty it bad. Out, yeah. yeah, it was fun for like an hour, and then that's it. Yeah, I was like, why did I buy this? No, check check this game out. They've been teasing it. It's been floating around. E- you know, GDCs, they always have the same footage, essentially. But it's supposedly coming out this year, and I'm very excited for that. Uh, then we have the Wolfenstein uh, Youngblood, which is like a co-op version of Wolfenstein. Uh, I'm thinking that might actually be a pretty cool stream if uh, if any of you guys are up for it. And then Yoshi's Crafted World, and then I didn't have it on the list, but it is name. It is on the the expected release. There is a full new generation of Pokemon coming out. Yep, should be and... Gen Eight sometime in the second half of the year. So 
keep an eye out. Are you hope? Are you uh, are you gonna try to stretch out? Let's go the whole way to I the next. Might one? not even be done by then, so we'll see. <laughs> are you are you gonna bail? Are you gonna bail and head to the next gen if you're not done by? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, is it going to a be decision. a traditional next gen, or is it going to be this new? I believe it's like, a style. new batch of Pokemon, but I guess. Well, well no, no, I mean like because the the one that you're playing now is basically a a redo of right. blue and red. Like right. it has whole new mechanics, yep. whole new way to play it. So is the one coming out an addition to how you're playing it now, or is it an addition to the standard game like, I don't know. that just takes place after Sun and Moon? If if they were smart, I think they would have the Pokemon walk around like I'm playing uh, currently, yeah. but I don't think they're going to do that. Because so. Uh, well, I, I, I don't know, man. Just... I've heard more people say that they like the way, you know, our show is called Random Encounters, but people fucking hate Random Encounters. They hate traipsing around through the grass to maybe see something they want. Yeah. I think they're going to do away with the catch mechanics. I think that, that that's going to be a one and done. And maybe, you know, I can see them doing a remake of, you know, Gen gold two. and silver or something yeah, like that with the same go, catch mechanics. Let's go Togepi or whatever. Yeah. 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 Well, random encounters are an outdated mechanic for like walking around and getting attacked. Uh, I mean, they, I was hoping they were going to do away with that back in uh, Super Nintendo when you'd play Chrono Trigger and you could actually see the enemy and choose to fuck with them or take off. I mean, I think that half of the fact that like shiny hunting is more interesting plot is that they are all out on screen, and there is oh, the yeah. the possibility that Mex is going to miss one, like yeah. he has so many times in the past, <laughs> or choose to pass them up, like all the fucking pidgeys that I yeah, see. those pidgeotos. I don't need them when I was looking for a tangler. When you're on a 15 hour hunt, man, you can't uh, you can't, you can't give break up. that chain. You've got to keep going. But I also understand that, at least I think because I haven't played any of the newer standard Pokemons, that in that case, I think Shinies just have a static chance, whereas in your game, you can do things to change the odds, like the combos and the lures and whatnot. So uh, I don't know if Shiny Pokemon hunting in the... You've got traditional you've got, sense. You've got too point. many people that know too much about shiny hunting to speculate about things like that. How does how does shiny hunting work in other games? I'm sure somebody can chime in. And, in uh, other games, yeah, I have no idea, but I know how it works in this game. So. Well, yeah, you're you're the. Uh, you're I've the never played any of the other generation games, so I've only played Pokemon Red, Pokemon Go, and this game. Let's go, Pikachu and Eevee. I've played all of them up until. X and Y, really? Yeah. No, you were uh, that big of a Pokemon fan. I, I mean, I'm a casual Pokemon fan. I'm not looking to. But you still you need know, to buy the game you... and have the system, you know. Yeah. Granted, it was but just I... what Game Boy. Yep, yeah. it was Game Boy, sure. Game Boy Advance, and then I played like a 2DS, I guess. The two, the regular DS one, um, not on mine. I borrowed it from somebody else after it was sitting around for a while, but. You know, I, I like Pokemon, and I'm, I'm uh, the reason I didn't play the more modern ones because I didn't have a 3ds. Yeah, it's they're they're always a nice little fun game to to play, and I will be playing this this new one once it comes out. But uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm excited. I mean, I think I'll be done shiny hunting at that point, but uh, we'll see. I mean, see I don't I don't know if I can. Brand new. 
well, I don't know if I can continue this like seven hour a day average for the next six months, but we'll see. <laughs> you were doing seven hours a day, not streaming before. So this is true. I guess this the hard true. part is that you could do it watching TV and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I'm excited. We should, we could probably do a whole deep dive one, you know, maybe the next time a piece of a Pokemon, you know, data leaks out, we can talk about what we actually think the game's going to be. Cause I do have some theories about how it's going to work. Yeah. That'd be but fun to uh, talk about at a later definitely, time. Definitely. So, um, of the games listed, what's, uh, what's the standout? What's the one that you're definitely going to play? <clears throat> The most interesting game that I'm super amped for playing is not on this list. Why didn't you add it to the list? It technically doesn't belong on the list because it's already out. <laughs> okay. I really, really want to play Keyforge. Okay. Is... It's a card game. And... But, but that being said, the... I want to see the game successful because Richard Garfield and Fantasy Flight have sort of slipped that there is an intention that if it's popular enough, they'll take it online, which they kind of already did because there's a bunch of third-party systems and programs that you can play, and they already have a better system in place because uh, I think you saw my text the other day about the QR code keeping your shit sealed because it exposes the QR code and you can register. So right now, registering a deck for the first time gets you an Amber Shard, which I don't know what that does, but it also um, keeps your deck registered to you for the purposes of tracking. Mm -hmm. Because when you start playing in sanctioned events, they start to tally your wins and losses and then it sort of ranks your deck and it kind of gets to the point where like if you because the decks are randomly generated and you have no way of powering up or powering down them that if you start a winning streak you start to um have a deck penalty mm-hmm. because uh, I, I guess there was that chain system mm-hmm. yep so it, you start out by drawing you don't draw up to a full uh what is the six card hand yeah you, start, yeah, you draw five it, cards until your chains run out yeah, yeah so the more often your deck wins the more you just start with a chain penalty mm-hmm. in sanctioned tournaments and i was like that's actually a really good way to do it because it, it's a cool deck that dominates the more it dominates the more of a handicap it starts to receive and i was like that's a really smart idea i i actually after watching people play and understanding how to jostle you know playing the certain factions because you have three of them in your hand and and what the best tactically thing to do is i was like this is a really smart game i really hope it sells well which is probably the only problem that they currently have because their their only problem it's sell it would it would sell really well if you could actually go out and buy it yeah Uh, unfortunately you can't walk into a store and buy it right now yeah i found the reason to that is that fantasy flight games only works with a single distributor and that distributor is like a really low ranked one because there's another distributor for games like magic and everywhere else that kind of has a stranglehold on the market. So they can't get their physical copies to anybody. I think they can get them out to Barnes and Noble. And I think 
everybody else mostly has to like buy them from fantasy flight to put mm-hmm. on their store shelves so their distribution is really bad and i think it's kind of hampering their ability to to get it out to people but at the same time it doesn't stay on the shelves when it does go to places so i'm really hoping it takes off and i really want there to be an online version because even though whether or not i'd play it is still a little up in the air i think this is a really good competitor to magic because it's so different and i really want to see it succeed and become its own thing yeah i agree uh i really enjoy the game and i hope to play it again soon yeah i mean i i'm not gonna buy that starter set because i don't think it's that's what pennies are for yeah we've been using pennies a dime so that's what this is for these are my prototype tokens that I've been working on. Is that why you brought it up just so you could show us your tokens? <laughs> uh, well, they've been sitting here because before the stream, I like documented how I wanted them to look at work, and then I did you make this out of play now? Uh, it's modeling clay, so uh, I can bake them and oh, cool. them, and they'll be legit tokens. I did it before with um, Munchkin because you have to. You have to keep track of your 10 life. So I had a small baggie of baked clay, hey. just shapes. Yeah. And then everyone would just have 10 unique shapes. And it was super easy to keep track of your life. So I was like, why don't I just do that again? But there's more. You got to. So you got to. You're making tokens. You got to make a lot of them. And there's a lot of different kinds. There's uh-huh. six. There's stun. There's damage. There's uh, power and defense up. Keys and amber so there's there's six and some of them have different amounts because like damage goes in ones threes and fives uh i think power and defense might actually have ones and threes uh right now i'm just sort of testing them because some of these shapes are actually kind of difficult to make since i don't have clay tools anymore i'm kind of using my hands and a uh weird shaped pick that i happen to have in my tool chest but it's it's not good for writing so i'm having a hard time carving the numbers and letters in i need to find a better tool for that i used to work with a decent amount of clay way back in the day so yeah it's it's a work in progress and i also have to make sure they're not too thick or too thin so i'm just prototyping it now i just want to fuck around with it but um i'd like to have something a little bit more interesting than pennies because i don't keep change with me so I'm, i'd be like that's what, that, that's what me- a big boot full of, of pennies that yeah i'd like twenty dollars worth of pennies just sitting here um uh, we gotta wrap this up soon because my cat's not very happy so all right well um we can uh we can just go quick into what are your video game news and then we'll wrap the show up uh Do you have anything? i mean obviously i want to beat uh or i want to get a full Living shiny Pokedex and uh, let's go Pikachu and let's go Good Eevee. Goal. So I think that's going to take me multiple thousands of hours. So we'll see. Oh, and we, we lose yeah. Steve. What happened? We lost Steve. Where did Steve go? I just see I you in three face different. My just really big. Uh, okay. I don't know where <laughs> Steve went, but uh, well, uh, yeah, he totally logged of... off. Since it's the end of the stream. Uh, I don't know he's saying question mark. Uh, my gaming New Year's resolutions to play more indie games. I'm really, we've been playing nothing but, uh, you know, triple A, big budget games. And I want to make it uh, an effort of mine to uh, play some more indie games. So I was playing The Messenger this weekend and I'm having a lot of fun with it. 
and I'm gonna keep doing that. Yeah, it sounds uh sounds good. Yeah, I mean we're all right, be... man. Well, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna wrap the show up, but if you oh yeah, yeah, no, no, I have nothing to say because I guess Steve <laughs> disappeared. So, all right, well, uh, thanks for joining us here on yep. twitchtv slash game. Day eight o'clock. Talk about this week's news and tabletop gaming and whatnot. So if you liked what you saw, you can catch us on YouTube. Just search Game Night Now or on every podcast service ever because we're everywhere now. So until next time, I'm Dan with Mex. See you later. <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. The sh- uh, shiny hunting will continue tomorrow. So.